Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week on Up to 90, we talk alternative royal weddings. Hi, Ems. Hi, Julie. How are you? You are sounding so Demi Moore right now. I mean, I already have quite a deep voice already. I don't think I need this. But just when you thought she couldn't get sexier. I know. Well, the head stuff made me change my voice. I had then to get raise the pollen count. <laughs> I had to get voice box surgery. It was the one thing happy. they were like, if you want this podcast to happen, Emma is going to have to get huskier. <laughs> yeah. And I said, we'll do it. Yeah. And Emma was like, but I don't think I can go any lower. I know. Um, loving your voting no cardigan. Emma looks like she's voting no. She's on your doorstep, has just found a lovely, a lovely Bible passage. You know what? You leave your house, Judy's like, let's Judy, um, let's just meet up and do this thing. And I'm like, oh, Gina, I'm pretty fucking sick. And she's like, okay, look, I'll leave with you, babes. I'll leave with you, babes. And then you're like, okay, I better go. Oh, and you just grab a cardigan right? on such the an floor. Asshole. I'm an asshole. See, you, I'm a when you try person. to be an asshole, it doesn't work. It do- I just hate myself so much for having <laughs> you, been mean to you when you're no. sick. And you know I you wanted see- this podcast so bad. Just because I got the shift at the weekend, I think I, I own know, the place now. You do. Look at me spinning around in my chair. I couldn't believe you when you came in. Talk about now. Cop- don't go into the details. <laughs> Julie got the shift after Woo! ten a years. A long time. It was a decade. Been a long time. T- t- Do you know the I kids are you? using the tongue there these days? That's how long it had been. Kids are using tongue. The now. tongue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Like a washing you machine. You came in. I think you floated in. I just hovered. I didn't know. I don't ha- think my feet touched the ground. You brought your own mic just so you could drop it. I was just like, okay, fucking overkill. Let's hope this lasts. But you get the shift all the time. <laughs> I do, all the time. Ah, look, we know it won't last, but sure, it's nice to get it, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're all happy. If you want to get in touch and find out more about that shift, please do. Because uh, if you please get a few Venos in her, us. she will tell you. What are we talking about this week, Julie? Uh, we are talking about alternative royal weddings. Yeah. I'm super excited about this one. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to start us off. Is that okay this week? It's, yeah, go for it. Okay. How can we not talk about King of Pop yeah. marrying the Princess of Rock? Who am I talking about, Emma? Michael Jackson. Of course. And Lisa Marie Presley. Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah. Do you remember that wedding? 
No, I tell you what, I don't remember the wedding. But I just nobody remember them does. Co- I just yeah. remember them coming out at some award ceremony and waving and everyone like losing their shit. So basically, yeah, exactly that. So they originally met in 1974. Were you a fan of the Jacksons? Jackson 5? Yeah. Yeah, not at the time. Yeah, I wasn't but born, very, but yeah. I would often listen to Jackson 5 now. Actually, do you know what? When I was researching this, like I think, look, you know, not to do a Dr. Phil in it and some Michael Jackson's up life up in one 10-minute segment yeah. um, on a Head Stuff podcast. But I mean, he was, like, sexually speaking, it was all very thwarted and very disturbed because I had forgotten. Do you know His mom was a Jehovah's Witness, Catherine, so she was yes. obviously very much sex within marriage, um, and then the husband Joseph of course was a major baddie and he yeah. started off like basically pimping them out to strip clubs when they were really small and he used to get Michael to do this um, routine when he was a small boy where he would like crawl out from these like really seedy bars uh, where they'd be gigging, he'd crawl, he'd crawl off the stage, and he'd crawl under tables oh and like God. look at the girl, look at the ladies' panties, and it was all like obviously to raucous applause, and like I mean, all oh, it was that a little bit. It was a little bit that the oh, dad got to say like do. he he crawled out and then he's like Ben, the two of us, <laughs> like just kill the mood. That's like last orders, wrap it up, wrap it up. And what age is he when he's doing that? Like little kids. small age. Do you know what I mean? Like a small age. And then, like I had heard those stories before so as well about, you yeah. know, the dad was so bad for the women. And the two brothers actually who really milked the groupie train were Jermaine and Jackie. And what they, about Tito? He was, out, he was pretty clean, was he? I didn't encounter his name in these stories, but Jermaine and Jackie did come up a lot and uh, they used to share, of course, rooms. So Michael used to hear them having sex all the time. Right. And you know, there was one story about like Jermaine having sex with the girl and then as she left, of course, she wrote a whole book about this experience. And as she left the room, Michael's like, good job. Now can we please get some sleep? Bless him. He was just a little smally. Um, girlfriends wise he had gone out with Tatum O'Neill but kind of without he was 17 she was 12 um, and <laughs> as Julie Che would say touch. bit of a red flag f- fake obviously just well obviously I mean then like Tatum was saying oh we just did this really lovely friendship do you remember he had that long term off and on relationship with Brooke Shields I remember that yeah. and he used to ask her to marry her all the time and she was like no it's okay like I will be in your life you don't have to marry me and he would like, oh, cool. You know, he, again, just obviously a he really kind of twisted perception. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, he originally met Lisa Marie at a Jackson 5 concert. She was six, he was 16. They were just introduced by the da. The da, of course, being Elvis. Yeah. And then they were kind of reacquainted in 1992. So she was actually trying to get her music career off the ground. Right. And uh, this guy called Brett, what was his name again? Brett Livingston. He kind of introduced, she had some tapes, because of course this was back in the year, in the era of the cassette. So Brett Livingston Hang on strong. a second now. You're telling me Lisa Marie Presley was at home with like a tape recorder recording herself? I think just, yeah, giving in a whirl with the little mic. Like a Fisher it's probably Price a Fisher studio. Price. I'm I was sure just trying I heard, to say. I'm sure someone could have got her in a so studio. So then Brett, um, Brett anyway, introduced them, played the tapes and uh, introduced them at a dinner party. And he was like, I think business-wise, this, this could be a good kind of arrangement or whatever. And then he claims, but I mean, do we believe this, that Michael Jackson and herself just basically completely hit it off. And at one point he turned to her and said, um, you girl, we could get into a lot of trouble. Think about that. Oh, come on. 
so they kind of had kind of a phone relationship and she would he would phone her for counseling which is something that would be You've completely alien to me um <laughs> receiving an endless case. stream of calls if that's the from case, males you're in you a relationship want nothing 12. physical or with in, me you're in 12 relationships well we lost one there the last week oh yeah another one bats the dust Oh, okay. Uh, so 1993, loads of accusations of child molestation floating around. Um, so, of course, what do you do in that instance? You ring the Princess of Rocks. So then she, he was, uh, you know, the way he had the drug problems, of course, as well. So he then got hooked drugs, on prescription drugs yeah. and Lisa Marie convinced him to go to rehab to get us some help. Okay. So he went off to rehab. Then 1994, he comes out. And there was a bit, there was conflicting stories as to how he proposed. So in the Diane Sawyer um, interview, which was the one on primetime, which kind of was so bizarre. Oh, the we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Oh, she said in that interview that he asked her over the phone and then they were in halls in the Dominican Republic and... Uh, 26th of May 1994 they got married it was actually in Spanish and uh, his response to you know what's, what is the line again will you take this woman blah 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 Yeah. Uh, he was like why not <sighs> now hang on a second if this was a phone relationship how does she know she was even on the phone to him well I mean obviously Anna, was it Jermaine on, Jermaine was a bit of a goer Tito and my money is on Tito they didn't call him Tito Tito for nothing. <laughs> Tito, boom. Okay, Tito Titman. That's when I dropped my spare mic. Their first official appearance was at the MTV Music Awards. I remember it so Do you well. remember that? I remember watching it and everyone losing their shit. Like, oh, this is amazing. And even at that stage, I was sitting there just going, "Somebody needs to stand up and just say this is madness. This is madness." But it was crazy it though, much. wasn't it? It really it was, was a bit of a, fr- you know, it was like, oh my god, but it was a bit of a freak show. Because oh, you but know, she was a total freak You know show. all those interviews. The interviewer just wanted to say, sorry, is this an actual real relationship? Well, now Diane Sawyer got close. So the 1994 oh, yeah. MTV Video Music Awards, um, it was described as a memorable moment. Holding hands, they were holding hands. They walked out onto the stage in New York. And he's um, all shy and coy and all. Because that's his no, thing. No, she is. You see, oh, this she, oh, is oh, a, he's all bravado. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's kind of showing her. I remember. He's now. all like, here's she's my trophy. Sh- she's like hiding her little face. Like, you know, like, when you're on a date with a guy and he puts you on the phone to somebody else and you're like, must we do this? Must you parade me like this? You know, like your dad would do. Oh, yeah, like to your granny. Yeah, and then, so they walk out on stage, audience of 250 million people, and Jackson announced, so this is like three months after they were married, just think, nobody thought this would last before (laughs) embracing Presley in a kiss. And do you remember, it was the most awkward kiss and her face is just literally just melted back in her head. So like th- she's just three months in, he felt entitled to say that. Like I mean, some Irish weddings would still be going, wouldn't they? Some yeah, actresses would. would be still. Uh, yeah. So afterwards, so you could tell from Presley's body language that she was to- so pissed off, right? So afterwards, they had a big. She's like, "Where's Tito?" <laughs> it was Tito on the phone. So yeah. So mm-hmm. she basically lost her shit. Um, was really pissed off, and then she was like, "Don't come near me," and she remained angry with him. Didn't speak for several days, etc. So they basically just kind of hung out for a little while, had a good few phone calls, and just said sound bites to each other the whole time. Pretty much, I think. Yeah. Then they had the prime time interview, which was like again I had forgotten about how mad this interview was do you remember um, so that happened in June 1995 so they're married for nearly a year did you make it that long they they were married for a year and a half actually 
Fucking hell. I'd say this about two weeks back together. Well, it? Jackson's first, it was Jackson's first interview since 1993. So obviously so many people had questions because it was his first interview since the child molestation accusation. Can we just say out. child abuse? Who says molestation? <laughs> Do I? Well, yeah, why am I saying? Is it child abuse we stay he- say here? It's just in America they always call it molestation. Mal- yeah, child abuse. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just nice, short and snappy. Yeah. That's the way we like it. Um, So it's the first time since all those allegations came out. And you know what? Fair play to Diane Sawyer because you can see in the interview she is completely freaked out by the whole scenario right yeah. completely freaked out and she was basically asking him like f- th- asking the two of them fa- are fairly, you a fucking weirdo but they were she yeah. was asking him like fairly personal questions like basically like is this a physical relationship she like measured, are you having sex she measured him his mickey on live tv didn't she well no i don't know what no. <laughs> i missed that bit but then anyway so was she was like joke. she asked them straight up is this marriage a sham Presley was like that those rumours were crap and then she was saying like oh you know I would only ever marry somebody because I love them and anyone who thinks otherwise can eat it Feisty, you heard her. She did actually, in a lot of the stuff I was reading, she was, yeah, a kiss smoker, drinker, a lot of eat it, kiss my ass, that kind of thing. And, uh, but the, it's funny because while Sawyer is trying to have a con- serious conversation with Presley and she's saying things like, you know, believe me, if these accusations were true, I'd have a, have him hanging for, from a tree. I, I wouldn't that. have him around my two kids because she had two kids um, with Danny Kyo from her previous relationship, previous marriage, and uh, they were two and five. And he was like, she was like, I obviously would not allow him anywhere near my kids if there was any truth to these rumours and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And while they're having this, I mean, we could say probably the most serious conversation you could have with an adult couple. He has his two fingers behind her head trying to do bunny ears. I know, Emma. <sighs> like, if you didn't divorce them then and there. Fuck's sake. So she's do you talking remember about, that? No, she's talking about her child's welfare and stuff. And he's like, hee hee, give it all the bunny ears. <laughs> Obviously, the following night um, after the interview, she was totally unimpressed and they had this massive row. So, look, they just weren't getting on whatsoever. What, uh, so they weren't getting on. He then was having all these health problems, etc., etc. And then she was saying about how um, they had... You see, he wanted to have a kid with her. This I read this in a few places, right. that he wanted to have a kid with her. And then eventually he turned around towards the end of the marriage and he was saying, um, towards the end of a year and a half, how do, saying, you, how do we make a kid? How do we if do we wanted a kid, how would we go about that? And... No, he turned around her and said, look, if you don't want to have a kid with me, I know somebody who does. And that's my friend, Debbie Rowe, who was, of course, his nurse. That's how he originally met her. And uh, so, yes, so they, look, they broke up the relationship. Now, it's funny. So they fought, Presley filed for divorce in early 1996, citing irreconcilable differences. And their date of separation was supposed to be December 10th, 1995. And they'd had a big argument. Jackson was in the hospital. They'd had a massive argument. And he was saying about how you're putting my heart rate up. But yes, yeah, so they, they filed for divorce. But at that stage, he'd already gotten Debbie Rowe pregnant. How? We're not. That's a totally different podcast. But anyway, yes. so he'd already gotten her pregnant. And you see, it was a funny one because he was still mad. He was mad about her kids, of course. Surprise, right. surprise. Because, you know, he was mad for the kids. So he <laughs> actually... <laughs> But she came on tour with him after the divorce to a couple of cities. Now, apparently, like, I mean, I don't know, but apparently she didn't take the divorce well at all. She really felt that he totally humiliated her and kind of used her. Right, um, so he kind of more used her. 
Well, that's, yeah, that seemed to be the consensus that she didn't take it well and that she got ill and she blamed him and his maltreatment of her for being ill. And then he said, look, why don't you and the kids come with me on my history tour? Do you remember that tour? Yes. So she actually, so they did maintain some kind of friendship. Right. Then she talked about the fact, obviously then um, after he died. So Prezi said the last coherently good conversation she had with Jackson was in 2005. And in that conversation, she said that he was, that she said that Jackson told her she'd been right about certain people around him. She, she called vampires. And she said she was totally indifferent when uh, when he asked if she still loved him. This is what she said in the interview with Oprah. Of course, it's always Oprah. She said, oh, his death made her realise he loved her. But like, pff, I don't know. It's 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 debatable, really. What else are you going to say on well, Oprah? Well, that's it. His death yeah. made me realise that I he could get a couple me. of books out of this. Well, because to be honest, actually... Like, it's so hard to know, but having read a little bit on it, uh, it does come across that she very much kind of felt quite scorned by him, that she had right. been used for, you know, a bit of a publicity stunt. Um, I Sorry. think the fact that he had the baby straight away with Debbie Rowe, of course, he had the two kids with her, Michael Jackson Jr., Prince, and Paris, and then there were complications. Sorry, what about Blanky? Blanky, sure, do you remember poor old Debbie Rowe had the complications after Paris and he divorced her then because she couldn't give him any more children. And he Jeez. had he had blanket with just a random surrogate. Oh, did he? Yeah, so she he was a random surrogate. And, and then I mean, that he child's head was a blanket, wasn't it? Just I mean, it, the deal with that child. <laughs> he used to show every it now and again I ask myself, where is Blanket Jackson? I know Paris now and Prince, but She's yeah, as beautiful, you say, isn't she? Where's Blanky? Paris. Blanky. Um, so it ended officially in 1996, but they continue to date or have maintained some kind of relationship for the next four years. Right. Like, who knows? I mean, it seems to be kind of a given that it was more of a platonic relationship. But yes. then he did ring some guy, Gotham Chopra. Rolls off the tongue. I'm not quite sure who that person is, but he rang him apparently asking him to get some tips for the show Merlapa. That uh, evening, so that he wouldn't disappoint. What age was he at this stage of the game? Ring but sure, some, he would have been thirties. Ringing some chap for tips. But I don't even know if I believe he did that because yeah. again, that's all feeding into the, you know, trying to kind of obviously um, convince us that this was a physical, intimate relationship. But weirdly, there was a really weird comment about Elizabeth Taylor, and I'm going to finish up there. But yes. when asked if he ever got jealous uh, when Elizabeth Taylor dated other men, he said yes and no. I know that if we ever did anything, particularly if we ever did anything, the press would be so mean and nasty and call us the odd couple. It would turn us into circus, and that's the pain of it all. So there were all these rumors that he did have a really bizarrely close relationship with Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, they were always out and about together all the time, and he'd be wheeling her around. They were all, and it was just like, I love you, I love you. It and was, always doing loads of mm, charity shit together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it, Lisa Marie, Michael Jackson. Okay, I enjoyed that. A lot there we'll never know. Pretty much. Are you ready for the next Go one? Go for it, babe. Posh and Bex. Oh, how could we not? How could we not? Now do we're going to get royal. Royal wedding. Okay. <laughs> now we're going to get when, royal. What year did they get married? 1997. Okay. So it was pretty whirlwind because they only met in. Um, oh, sorry. They got married in 1999. That's what okay. I'm to say. They only met in 1997. They already had Brooklyn. When they got married. She forgot her pills straight away. Um, yeah. Oopsie. Well played, Victoria. Well played. Yeah, who wouldn't have? I mean, that was just checkmate, wasn't it? That's what you mm -hmm. had to do. So they already had Brooklyn 
And of course, we know he was named because of where he was conceived. Yeah. Classy. But the, and then the wedding itself, it took about 14 months to plan. Just a little bit of background about the couple. So she knew who he was or he knew who she was from the television. But his best man, Gary Neville, made a joke or his dad at the wedding made a joke that when he looked at the TV and said, I'm going to marry that girl, he was actually talking about Louise from Eternal. Who went on to obviously <laughs> marry Jamie Redknapp. Oh my God. And sure, that's all gone to shit recently as well. Yeah. So basically. That is so Basically funny. he was just looking at TV and any person he saw dancing. Let's go. I'm going to marry. I'm going to marry her. He had no fucking clue what was going on. God love him, right? And his dad outed him. He did not say that at the wedding. He did. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. I found Wouldn't this, you be raging I if found you were this, Victoria? It was all like, you know. Apples and pears, having a laugh, all the but yeah, fuck off. Don't be saying that at my wedding, you prick. But um <laughs> so they went <laughs> this is what Victoria says. So instantly when they met each other there was just connection. Connection, chemistry, physical attraction. But they went on four dates, Judy, before they had their first kiss. Now, whack of bullshit off that. If they met in 97, got married in 99 with a kid on her arm and they're telling me four dates in was the first kiss. Well, she went hell for leather on that fourth (laughs) date, didn't she? She must have got pregnant on that date as well. Like, me eye. Who you cotton? But she's she's got game though, Victoria Beckham, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. She, honestly. A lot of respect for the Mm. woman. So they got married in a castle just outside Dublin. I'll find the name. Was it Luttrellstown? That's the one, yeah. yeah. So that was a private castle. And I thought from the media coverage at the time that it was a massive, massive, massive wedding. Because it was, you know, the way it was so yeah, hyped yeah, up at the yeah. time. But the wedding itself was actually quite small. There was only like 20 odd guests. What? Yeah, the wedding itself. Um, so that was like family. That really surprises me. That was family and the Spice Girls. But of course, our mate Jerry, Ginger Jerry, she wasn't there because she had just left the Spice Girls. Emma Bunton's there wearing white. What the fuck? Wearing a cow, wearing a cowboy hat. Chill out. Oh my god! Chill out. Chill the fuck out. What are you doing? Don't rock up. We had the hen last week. Fuck! Get rid of the cowboy hat. Fuck's sake! Can you imagine? Wouldn't you be raging? I'm a baby. Get the fucking baby. Get the fucking cowboy hat off your head. I'm so sorry. Did Victoria not have any other friends? Like what was going on? No. Well, this is now what I. This is what I like now, Victoria. She's back in the game now. So she invites all the Spice Girls. We get the the deal for OK Magazine. I remember. Do you remember the cover? Yes. Yeah, I remember the covers. And she's so thin, those collarbones. Oh God. I loved she's when so they first you know, when the they first got tits. when they first got engaged. Do you remember when they came out and they first got engaged and she still had the classic posh hair? I loved that on her. The two of them looked fantastic. And she was kinda curvy and they looked yes. genuinely really delighted they and looked, really in love. They looked like delighted with themselves, yeah. So she kind of I think Basically, the wedding planner said that she was very much hands on and they had an event company looking after the whole thing and she was looking at every detail. It was Robin Hood themed wedding, as you fucking do. So people were sowing apples and shit into everything. Okay. Why? I kind of like that there was an autumnal theme. It was. And then they changed outfits. So they had the big gown or she had the big gown and David had kind of like 
little, basically like Robin Hood moustache and oh, beard. Stop. The blue chain. <laughs> then they changed into purple outfits <laughs> later. Do you remember oh, the purple stop. outfits? But none of the Spice Girls were bridesmaids. Oh. So she had her sister Louise. Do you remember Louise? She'd be carted out every so often. So like, she's oh, yeah. such a trooper. Yeah, she really is. And then her daughter, or you know, like a little tiny kid, a and non threat, non threat. And they all bought. She you bought always all. know when somebody has the bridesmaid, and it's like, say, the sister, the sister, and some little girl. You're like, I see, oh, I see I the game you're playing. Her. She wasn't going to get Mel B. Yeah, as a bridesmaid, but um, she bought them all Tiffany bracelets. So I'd say, I'd say Melby was fucking raging about that. Yeah, you know? she would have been. I'd yeah. Say. So the wedding itself, the ceremony was quite small. There was can't believe I'm shocked at that. Yeah, and they said that they wanted to be treated like any other couple getting married. So to go through the whole process, because they had to get a special license so that they could get mm-hmm. married in Ireland and everything. I'm just going to read you what Victoria wanted from the wedding. Like, this is just Victoria all over. Victoria wanted somewhere really private and unique, somewhere green and leafy, deep in the countryside, without being too imposing. She didn't want much. Fair she wanted fuss. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she yeah. sent her mom and a few others off on a bit of a recce to go and find the perfect venue. So they were looking for this venue for like three months. Okay. Every little detail. Now, let's talk about the wedding itself and the reception, okay? So they must through the wedding like everyone does. Like, yeah, yeah, can we just get to the bar or whatever. The whole time, they're whacking on Spice Girl music. Oh, stop. They had an 18-piece orchestra playing. Mama. Stop it. I swear to God. Why that? I mean, wouldn't you be sick Why was of- that allowed? Oh, Why stop. was that allowed? Wouldn't you be just sick of like, if you want to be mal of it, you're like. <laughs> on a fucking harp, Julie. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, as well, if it could have How does that work on a harp? A bit ridiculous. But look, sure, she Why was... Why would you want to listen to your own music at your wedding? I, did she know she was in the Spice Girls? Maybe she didn't know she was in that the Spice Girls. That always distresses me. You know, when you go to a wedding and it's... In my experience, it's usually the groom is in a band. And then yes. you say to your mate who's marrying this guy... You say, oh, have you got the band sorted? And she says, oh, you know, Dave and his mates are just going to play a few tunes. And you're like... After 16 pints. Taxi! Like, <laughs> brilliant. Great. I have to go home. I'm so sorry. I'm on antibiotics yeah. at the moment. I don't mind an L sing song, but oh, like, fuck's sake. I just want a bit of cheese at a wedding. David said a few words at the wedding. Bless him. Complimenting everyone and whatever. And then his best man was Gary Neville. So they obviously <sighs> met when they were very young. They were very close, whatever. And after David spoke, Gary got up and said, <laughs> I have to find the quote. He said like, oh, that Julian Clary can speak very well, can't he? Like, haha, having a bit of a laugh. So he's given the bit of comedy. And then another part of his, um, you know, best man duties was reading messages from abroad and people that couldn't make it so Jerry yeah Jerry <laughs> fucking zipping around in a moped with Robbie Williams, Robin Williams. yeah and, oh yeah so Gary was reading out like you know and so and so can't make it so there was this kind of moment where he read out messages from like Gucci and stuff and even at the time people were like oh I could bullshit off that yeah Do yeah you know what yeah. I mean um, but sure, it was probably like a copy and paste message from Gucci. Yeah. And then another, actually, I don't know if you remember this now, but another one of the messages that he would have read out was from the manager 
of Man United at the time. Alex Ferguson. Alex Ferguson, there you go, yeah. He, was he even manager back then? Was he, he manager for that length of time? Yeah. Wow. Well, he was manager for ages, yeah, but okay. he didn't go to the wedding. And oh, do you remember that at the time? Sure he was wasn't a, a fan of Victoria. This is what they said in the papers. He didn't go because he had another wedding. But um, yeah, no expense spared, obviously. Vera Wang dress. I wasn't gone on the dress. No, I wasn't gone on either. She actually later tried to... too much to, collarbone. She later tried too to... Too um, Victoria. Auction it. Because, you know, I do think, reach to that, be fair to her, so. I do think, you know, as the years have gone on, she's really kind of come into her own style. But I just thought the wedding dress, I'd say she looks back and she's like, damn it, what was I thinking? Well, now... David said about, uh, you know, looking back at the wedding. So they got married in July. So I think last year it was... They've been married for 1990, years. 1999, so was it their 18th wedding anniversary last year? But he was talking about it and he was looking back at it. He was on, um, what you call it, Desert Island Discs. Oh, wow. He was I on love that. Desert Island yeah, Discs. Brilliant. And Absolute he said, looking back at it, they did, it was completely over the top. You know, but he basically just said, well, like, what were we thinking? He said, I look like the guys out of Dumb and Dumber when they went to that party and wore the ridiculous outfits. I even had a top hat in purple. Unbelievable. What was I thinking? Do you remember they had thrones, Emma? Oh, well, that's thrones is the big thing. So oh. that was photographed in the newspapers before the nuptials. They were starting to do this thing where they were dressing matching so there was this thing where they went to Versace in matching leather biker gear I remember that. do you remember that and everyone was like oh what God. the fuck they had the matching sarongs they had the whole shebang but was it you see she gets you know see it's the it's the thing isn't it where like you know the woman is always vilified and she really got vilified for being the one behind this whole like Beckham orchestrating brand it, yeah. orchestrating the whole thing but like you see you don't know either do you think now I think the both of them enjoyed it I think they I think they because both enjoyed one of the things he actually said in his speech and he said it before is that like how lucky he was to meet someone who had the same drive and ambition Mm. as him so the two of them were like you know had ambition on their own and then when they Mm. came together they just like Mm. you know because that's obviously what has kept them and I'd I'd say she was probably the brains behind the operation but I'd say he was a more than willing participant do you know what Judy me and you both know Jerry could do it if she wanted she's just not fucking arsed Mm. she's just like Mm. fucking chilling out like Mm. just pissing about she's fucking goats in her back garden she's Mm. making cakes Mm. so that was the wedding and like they did spend a lot of money they sold it to okay obviously I remember that deal undisclosed amount we don't know that was probably the first big, that was big magazine wedding deal, was it? Yeah. I mean, even like all the little details, their cake, they had just some giant fuck off cake, but they got a special sword, a specially made sword oh, to cut so the cake. Much. And that was meant to be a present from Brooklyn I look, I'm just happy to his parents. And it was engraved and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that annoys me. You know, when you get a present from a baby. And it's like, happy birthday, Auntie Judy. You're like, we're fooling no one here. I recognise that shorthand. Yeah. A sword from Brooklyn. A sword. So he was like four months or something. Do you know? So Look, yeah, they had the big wedding and they're still doing weddings in that castle. They don't talk about, I had a look at the website, they don't talk I still, about. I'm still reading from the fact they only had that many at the wedding. 
yeah I thought it was a big fuck off wedding but it wasn't it was just the reception um, that was big what but it was, was only it two about then I'm not sure I'm not it was only sure 200 odd. it was just I think hype. that does make me like them more it was on just one hype. level but sure look they're still together well do you know what yeah four kids they're, they've got four kids seem happy out they do you see I think S- they are quite happy in there I mean Rebecca obviously Lewis. there were a few bumps in the road oh, I didn't like her now at all well she was masturbating the pig on TV wasn't she was that? she <laughs> not for fun she was on some farm show or something they totally was she set trying it up to milk like, the pig or something? No, no. They were trying to get the sperm to well, inject listen, it you know what? into the lady pig. I think, you know, I think any marriage that goes on for that length of time, I'm speaking yes. from my own marriage experience here. Yeah, because you, know, you got there's the a score there at the weekend. I mean, I didn't want to bring it up again, but yeah. I did Dude, get the shift. Us. You got the shift. So what at the weekend. After how many years? It had been a while. Yeah. I'd forgotten what to do. Did you totally forgotten? Yeah. Is that why you rang me? I rang you. I said, hang on, I just need to ring it. <laughs> <laughs> then he could hear my muffled voice through the door. How should I, should I let it, should I turn my head or? Okay. Yeah. I know. So yeah. Um, But I think any marriage that go, that lasts for more than a year and a half. Yeah. um, You're going to have some bumps in the road, but they do seem happy. Yeah. Who knows? Since the wedding now, on their Instagrams, they have separately posted pictures from the wedding. So obviously, it was a big thing at the time that it was exclusive. I can't believe it was nearly twenty but there are, years but ago. But they're only they're only cropped pictures. What do you mean? Like it's not even they still haven't posted themselves like proper like the fucking wedding album pictures. I don't know contract like if they're not allowed to still. I don't know. Now let me tell you this: my friend at her let wedding. Let me tell you, <laughs> my friend at her you. wedding. She got a fella, right? And I said, where'd you get him? And she said, he plays, uh, he does bowling with my husband. See, this on is a what Friday, we're talking about. And he yeah. takes great pictures at the bowling. And I was like, okay, grand. Now, he had a fag cigarette in his mouth the whole time when he was taking the pictures. So I don't know if there was a smoky effect. I'm talking <laughs> the whole, I've never... You know me, back in the day, I'd love an old cig. Yeah, you love competitive vaping. Yeah. This fella was chaining like nothing else I've ever seen oh, in the night before. But how did the photos turn out? I've never seen them. We've never seen them. I don't know if they exist. They were probably really cloudy. And he was a guest at the wedding. And oh, he was actually sitting stop. at my table. He got table. his dinner. He got his dinner. And he dinner. was like, I better chill the fuck out on the drink. And I was like, you better fucking chill out on the drink. But then I was going to get a few drinks as well. He got you know his I mean? dinner. Yeah, chaining. But um, where can people find us, Julie? You can find us on Tinder. Bumble. You've got the shift. You don't need it anymore. Um, Not this week. I know. You need to keep your fingers in all the pies. And up to 90 podcast on Insta and yes. Twitter. That's what we're doing. That's what the kids are doing these days. So oh, Twitter we'll and Insta. Please tweet us. We're very, yes. we're very interactive online. Totally. Thanks for joining Thanks us. Thanks so much for joining us. And um, enjoy the time. royal wedding. Congratulations, Harry and Maggie. <laughs> we never even mentioned them. <laughs> That's how rock and roll we are. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.